The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. What's up? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. And Ron Russell is running a minute late, and so uh, it's just me right now. What's up, Chad? <laughs> What's going on, Jimbo? Good to have you back on the air. Thank you. Thank you. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. We're wishing everybody a happy Thanksgiving, and I'm thinking Ron will be here in a second. And in the meantime, I want to thank everybody. Uh, um, so I want to thank everybody as everybody, well, who don't, who, whoever wasn't here before might not know my father passed away last week. We got hundreds of well wishes on Twitter and Facebook and all through social media. And I just want to thank everybody for all their support. And it was a, a difficult time, but we're moving through it now. And I just want to thank everybody cause that's terrific. I also want to give a shout out to everybody in the chat room and say, hello, everybody likes my shirt. Thank you so much. It's kind of like my fall shirt, Chad. It's like fall in Pennsylvania, and I'm kind of feeling like, you know, it's cold out. It's like 30 degrees here. What are those, leaves? They're flowers, but they're like fall flowers in fall colors, oranges and maroons. And so thank you so much, uh, Jane Yates, for saying that. We appreciate it. And hello, Irish Ginger. And now let me introduce my co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Get on here. Let's go. What, folks? Hey, Ronnie boy. Put your headphones on. <laughs> yeah, just the dog now. Too much confusion. Shazam, I can't, I can't kiss you now. Oh, we'll give a shout out to you to Dave from Stars Now UK. I have to apologize to everyone. I'm having a problem. Whoa. Yes, I pee constantly, 35, 40, 50, 80, 100 times a day. So now I'm going. You look for, gorgeous. Thank you. I'm going for a surgery December 3rd. It's called a button. And they go up the wee-wee hole and they melt the prostate so that the urine can go through the urethra and you won't have to pee 5,000 times a day. I get up eight times a night. I'm suffering from sleep deprivation. Also late for my show. And I'm so happy to be here, folks, because, you know, I've been out for a couple of times due to, um, you know, death in the family. And, uh, I already thanked them for all like yes. uh, their nice considerations. While I, you I were don't gone. believe how late I am, and I was up there dilly dallying, saying, "Oh, I got time." The dog wants to come on the show. Hello, here's Shazam, everybody. Hello. Wishing everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Shazam. Yes, because tomorrow we're gonna cook Shazam. He's gonna make a big breast. <laughs> He's got some breast on him. Turkey. Look breast. how cute he is. You love Daddy Shazam because Daddy loves you. All right, now we're gonna have to get off my lap, honey, because we have a show to do. So let's give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. We've got <laughs> Iris Gingers in the chat room. Dave from Stars Now UK. Jane Yates, fabulous author. You guys check her out. Go to janeyates.co.uk. Um, uh, we're going to have a fun show today. We've got one guest. Uh, we've got Dave Tolliver from uh, 
the multi-platinum selling group Men at Large, whose solo album just came out, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be playing some of his new music. And other than that, Ron and I are going to shoot the shit with Chad. <laughs> Did you ever see a, uh, such a loving dog? This is a rescue dog. Uh, we've said it many times before. Rescue dogs give you the most love of all because they've been brutalized and they've been treated terribly by wicked owners. And now they have owners that love him. We kiss him all the time. We play with him all the time. We take care of him like he was a little baby. Look how he just sits there. <laughs> and he loves us. Yeah, and this sweet. was a vicious dog when we got him. He would like want to bite people and what? stuff. And now he's a lamb because he's learned love. His master just taught him how to fight and be mean. We've taught him how to be gentle and loving and caring. And look how I put my face next to his and I kiss him and he's so good to me. Chad, wait, doesn't he look cute? Wait, look at him in the picture. That. He is. He looks heavy, too, when he's on Ron's leg. <laughs> oh, like that looks painful. Bite him, bite him Shazam. <clears throat> Meanwhile, I wanted to just say, everyone, if you're thinking of getting a, a, a puppy, go to, go to please, he's oh going to dance on the stage now. <laughs> Get a um, rescue dog. Please rescue a dog. Be a lovable they're being, you know, in kennels without love on the holidays. How nice Christmas to bring a rescue dog home and have him under your tree Aww. or peeing on your tree. There you go. <laughs> they do that sometimes. <laughs> they think it's a bush. Okay, Shazam, if you're not going to tap dance, get off my porch. <laughs> do you believe in that? He's going to go to sleep. He's just going to sit uh, He's going to go to sleep on our desk. That's funny. Each week he gets a little friendlier. Now I'm waiting for him to st- sing out. Sing out, Louise. Come on, sing out. So, you guys, everybody, next week, I mean, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. We want to wish everybody out there listening a, a very happy Thanksgiving to you, your family, everybody. There's, Although there's a lot of terrible things going on in the world, there's a lot of things to be thankful for, too. And I'm thankful I have Ron and a great family and a great dog and a great show. And we got oh, Chad. Yeah. And we have all you guys listening. So I just want to, like, thank everybody and make sure everybody has a fantastic Thanksgiving. We played Beauty Parlor this morning because, you know, I used to be a hairdresser and um, I cut Jimmy's hair and I restyled mine in this kind of stupid hairstyle that everybody's wearing where it looks like the wind took it and blew it to the right. I love it. And I think, you know, at my age, it might be a little too much, but I don't care. I figured it was fun. And if Jimmy could look like a a chicken or a turkey on Thanksgiving, I could have a little pluck a cuckle, cluckle doodle doo too. Because he doesn't he look like a rooster? Look, I love it. And I got a lot of compliments on my shirt. How do, not your shirt, your haircut. I didn't get compliments on that he yet. Looked, if he shaved his beard, it could be Lucio Ball and I love Lucy. That's what he looks like. Lucy wore her hair like that. She pulled back with a ball on top. Very punkish. Anyway, the dog's going to, as much as I love him, he's going to have to go because I can't concentrate on the things that I have to talk about. Okay, go sit down, Suzanne. Go, go sit. Go sit. He needs his own chair. He needs his own mic. He needs his own lighting. Right. Yeah. I mean, really, the, the, dog is, the dog is in show business. Okay, <laughs> so we're talking about um, all kinds of things. Uh, yes, it's good to be back to work. It's good to go on living and enjoying what's ahead, Thanksgiving and Christmas. And our children, in spite of our losses, we all uh, pull ourselves together and we say, okay, they did their time on the planet. Now it's our time. And we should never let them hurt us when it's our time. Because before you know it, we'll be with them. So people that mourn forever and ever. You look gorgeous. Excuse me. You're interrupting again. This is serious stuff. People, if you mourn more than six months, I suggest you see someone, a professional. Because they say the grieving time is about six months. And then you should start to watch the veil lift and the sunshine come in and life gets better. So much for that. 
Well, the house is decorated for Thanksgiving. It looks beautiful. Pumpkins all over the place and leaves from our garden. We did the dining room table. It really looks good in anticipation of the bird coming tomorrow. And we're having a very nice Thanksgiving dinner. Absolutely. We're having uh, corn fritters. That I love corn fritters. That's we, my, my favorite. It's fabulous. It's corn stuck inside of dough thrown into oil, fried, something else maybe. I don't know, but it's awesome. I forgot how to make them. Anyway, they're delicious. So who's on our show today? We have Dave Tolliver coming on, not till the second half of the show. So oh, we're going to entertain people. Plus, I've got some new music videos we're going to play and some new songs that we're going to play. Good. That are not music videos. So we're on the first half? Yeah, we're on the first half. Oh, good. Then we can chit-chat with our peoples out there. Uh, absolutely. Because a lot of stuff has happened, you know, in, in our weeks. Of course, we're not going to rehash that stuff. But uh, Paris was a sin. Uh, we're not going to go into that either because um, the French are taking care of it. What Donald Trump is saying, I don't know. I mean, sometimes I think Donald says it like it is, and he's right. And then sometimes I think he's nuts. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, but that's okay because uh, Adolf Hitler was crazy. And look at how he ran the world. You know, he ruled the world. So sometimes crazy people do things that sane people don't, which frighten other countries. And I think that the world is terrified of the fact that if Donald Trump did become president, he'd blow up the whole goddamn world and couldn't care less. So I think that may be a good factor that other countries will say, hey, listen, don't play with Trump because he don't play. He does it for real. Okay. I was trying to figure out how the Hitler thing fit in, but now I got it. How the what? <laughs> how the Hitler thing fit well, in, Hitler, but now I Hitler, got it. Hitler was a wonderful speecher. Speecher? No. Speaker. Speaker. Hello. Hitler told people in German, of course, Things that, like Trump was saying, about the economy, about the poor, about this, except Hitler did say kill all the Jews, which was not a very nice thing to say or do. For that, he should have rotted for all of his life, wherever he took off, because they do say he escaped from Germany. I'm watching it on Tuesday night. Oh, hunting Hitler. Hunting Hitler, which is quite interesting how he got away and had somebody else burned looking like... It was a very interesting. Go watch the program. Uh, if he did get away, I hope he rotted every night and he was miserable and and Absolutely. whatever. And I hope he had to get up eight times a night to pee. Too, because it's a nightmare. Trust me. I cannot wait to get my surgery. It's a very simple thing. It's called a button. Everybody's getting it now. From 50 years old on, women I don't think can get it because they don't have a prostate. And I know a lot of women that uh, pee all night long. They say they pee and then five minutes later they have to pee again. Go have your whatever's checked out. Uh, sometimes it could be serious things like tumors in the bladder. And stuff like that. So go check it out just to be on the safe side. Also, you guys, we want to um, I want to give some special like Thanksgiving shout outs and people that are in our thoughts that aren't in the chat room that normally are. So we want to give a special shout out to Goddess, who uh, is in the hospital. With, she had what? to have she had to have surgery. And so she's in the Why? hospital um, now. Why is she in the hospital? Um, she has to have surgery. I don't know what kind of surgery. Like, I don't know that I want to well, tell people sex all that. change. No, it's not. And uh, I mean, something good. No, she's in she's in she's in the hospital right now, and we want to wish her all the best. Well, I talked to her on Monday, uh, and she told me all about it. So she's fabulous. We love her, so we want to wish her a happy Thanksgiving and a safe recovery. And and why uh, why didn't you tell me if you knew since Monday? You never told me. I don't know. She contacted me on Facebook. I figured well, she why didn't told you? you. Tell, so you never tell me anything. Oh well, I'm telling you now. But it's too late. You're telling me on the air, so I could be shot. Goddess, I love you, and I want you to recover 
quickly, and whatever it is you're doing should only be successful. It will be. And then I want to also give a shout-out to Daddy Muir, who has an emergency appendectomy, and he's in the hospital right now. He's tweeted a picture of himself in the hospital, and he said he was going to try to listen if he could, but I don't see him in the chat room. So uh, we wish a speedy and, and good recovery to Daddy Muir also, and excuse me, and a happy you, Jimmy, Thanksgiving. Jimmy, if you don't get off my wire, you're going to go in the hospital. The what, you what? You're always stepping on my wire. I'm, I'm telling you, he just thinks his show is about him. Well, if you should have st- sat down on time. Well, I couldn't. I was having a, a wee-wee attack. <laughs> you know, what do you want me to do? Sit here on the show and shaking my leg like this? Well, you know, uh, it's so uncomfortable when you... You know what it is? You get this urgency that's not real. It's a true... You feel like you had you drank like, like, a, like an elephant. And then when you go, it's like blip, blip, nothing. And you get disappointed. It's like, you know, that old saying, I came to crap, but I only... F- what is that thing in the bathroom walls? I won't even repeat it. It's too far. Hey, Chad, I like the red writing that you got on the video on the ITV screen. What you guys, yeah. if you hit the ITV screen, you can see Ron and I. We're waving. Wave, Ron. Right. <laughs> Where's my name? I just see Jimmy Starr's show. It's because that's the name of the show. I know, but it should be Jimmy Starr There's and Ron There's not enough room Russell to fit show. in with Ron Russell. It, shouldn't it be the Jimmy Starr and Ron Russell show? Like 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 Lucy and Desi or like jo- mm. Burns and Allen or like... Uh, Actually, it was called the Lucy Show. <laughs> it was called, I, it was I, love called I Love Lucy. It was called I Love Lucy. But it then didn't it say became, Desi. But then it became the De- Des- it was Desi Lou <laughs> Productions. Oh, that's no, different. This is look, Russell look at, Star look at, Productions. Look at what's her name on the uh, daytime show. What's her name? The blonde that comes after Lara. Ellen? No, the one that comes oh, after Lara. I hate that one. Who? Uh, Re- um, Regis and, and whoever. Kathy Re- Lee. Ka- no, not we're going oh, back yeah. in time. <laughs> Regis and Kathy Lee was like 30 years ago. What's her name? I know. I've met her. She's adorable. Uh, what's her name? Um, I think I met her. I met her in the hallway over at ABC when I went to see Lara at Good Morning America. The show that comes on afterward is what that is Mike guy. Michael. Oh somebody, God. Kelly and Michael. Kelly and Michael. There you go. <laughs> it should be. Jimmy Starr and Ron Russell's show, but Jimmy won't let that happen, so it's always going to... But that's okay, because when we get to California, I'm bringing back my other show, Set the Record Straight, which is Ron Russell's Set the Record Straight. And that's when I interview celebrities, famous movie stars of the uh, 60s and 70s and 80s. Are you going to do 80s too? That's good. Maybe. I know they might be too young, but I'm going to definitely do 50s, 60s, and 70s. I can't do the 30s and 40s anymore because so many of them had died, and a lot of them they don't hear, they can't see, they can't speak. You know, they're old. And that doesn't make for a good talk show. So also, you guys, all kinds of movies, now that the holidays are coming out, we went and saw the what was considered to be the number one movie. It's the new James Bond, Spectre. Chad, do you go see movies ever? Uh, no. Well, okay, I, so, do, I do for the kids, you know, if they want to see maybe I'll, I'll do that. So we saw the new Spectre. Have, wait, wait, wait. You have kids? No. Uh, Heather's nieces. Oh, okay. I thought you had some kids along the way. I figured what happened. No, we uh, <laughs> we went and saw the new James Bond Spectre. Uh, Ron liked it. I thought it was okay. I don't know how, like, it's the number one movie for, like, three or four weeks in a row. That I don't actually get. I mean, it was okay. <laughs> it had a story. It, it did have a story. It wasn't full of violence. It was beautifully filmed in beautiful surroundings, in beautiful rooms with beautiful people. And what a pleasure it is for a change to go to a movie and see beautiful instead of vulgarity, disgusting, horrible guts, heads rolling off, exploding buildings. People what do you mean? Being Everybody crushed. was getting crushed in no, that one. No, it was different. They crushed him elegantly. They didn't oh, crush okay. him. Oh, they, they didn't like show you the head rolling off of him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's James Bond. And, and Broccoli, like Bond. when he brought that to, to the production he didn't want it to be a bloody gutty thing 
And of course, uh, Ian Fleming, when he wrote it, if, if I, re I read his books when I was a teenager, and he never had gore. I remember the goriest thing he had was when somebody got shot and exploded, you know, with some kind of a bomb. And that was shocking in those days. But film should go it, it, back to being It beautiful. was an okay movie. The cars in it are awesome. The beautiful. acting is pretty good. Uh, the clothes are beautiful in it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't care for him as James Bond. Yeah, me neither. I think he's too little, too puny, too faggy looking. You know, I, should be like a Sean Connery, a man's man. He's nice, but he looks, you know, gayish to me. Like I don't think he is gay. Yeah, I'm he not, is. He is gay. Yeah, he's gay. Well, I don't know if he's gay. He's married, but everybody says he's gay. Well, I don't know. I've never There's all kinds of videos listen, out with him, like having sex with dudes. I only say <laughs> I only say they're gay if I sleep with them. Oh. If I haven't slept with them, I don't say it. Uh, anyway, I like the coolest Sean part Connery. about the movie was the opening theme song. It's done by Sam Smith, and I don't. I am not a Sam Smith fan. I know everybody loves him, but the song for James Bond is really, really good, and it's a really cool. And while the song. song was playing, I turned to Jimmy and I said, "Who is she? She has a good voice." <laughs> <laughs> he said to me, "It was that guy." I said, "You're kidding. He needs to put on a dress. He could be sensational." And drag that guy sounds like a chick when he sings. Nothing yeah. like a guy. I like, uh, I, I don't, I'm he not a huge like fan Sheena of him. Easton. I'm not a huge fan, but I will have to say that he's one of the hottest properties in the music world right now. And, and I want to give a shout out to anybody who loves, uh, Adele, because Adele's another UK, uh, import that's like got the number one song, probably the, the fastest selling album. Uh, I, I believe in for one week sales, it's the fastest selling album in the history of music. And it is awesome. The album is super awesome. We want to give it a shout out. I love Adele so much. And I was reading this article about how Adele and Taylor Swift are like the same age and like musically like they're nothing comp compared to each other. And Taylor Swift is like a, you know, a 10 year old little girl and Adele is like a, an amazing woman. And so everybody needs to get this album 25 and listen to the song. Hello. It's like awesome. I Adele has a voice. Adele can sing. Uh, she can sing ballads of yesteryear as well as music of today. She's a very talented gal and a very pretty one. And I'm happy she's not skinny because not everybody in the world has to be skinny to be beautiful. And Adele shows you that by being a hefty little chick but looking gorgeous at being hefty. Classic. And, and classic. Well, you know, I would bet you 10 bucks that if we could get one of Marilyn Monroe's old dresses, it would fit. Adele. Yes. Because Marilyn Monroe, according, now I knew Jane Russell like my own family. She was my dearest and best friend in the world, as most of you know. And I said to, to uh, Jane, was Marilyn skinny? And Jane said, Marilyn bounced where it was most important. She had a big ass, big hips, big boobs, not big boobs, but nice boobs. But Marilyn Monroe was a size, grab this girl's 12. Jane Russell was a 14 and Marilyn was a 12 dress. So you don't have to be a zero or a two to be beautiful with fake boobs because you look stupid, skinny like a rail with those big knockers. You look like a full stop sign or something. I don't know. You look stupid. Hey, Chad. Hi. Do you know who Adele is? Of course. I never would have thought she was 25, though. Okay. Well, how old do you think she was, 40? I don't know. Probably late 30s. Yeah, she does come across as older than well, she is. Well, heavy will do that. If you're but, a little heavy set, you'll start to look dowdy and old. But what do you she think does though, carry of the, herself her to be much... What's what do you that? think of her music, Chad? What's that? What do you think of her music? Oh, well, I mean, her look is mature. Her music is mature. And when you compare it to Taylor Swift, it's the exact opposite. Right. I, I like so. Taylor Swift, too. Who is she? <laughs> I, I know the name. Give she's a blonde-haired singer. I like she's her. She no, she's good. Nice. I'm not saying she doesn't. She does not have a voice like Adele. I mean, she sells tons and tons of records because she's 
You know, fan. She like digs with all the fans, and she's all choreography like stuff. You know? Yeah, but she's not like Adele. Believe it no. or not, I like Siley. Miley, 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 Siley. I do too. Her name? Miley Cyrus, Miley Siley, Miley Iris, or whatever. I like her. I think she's got a a lot going on, and I think when she matures, she's going to be quite an. I tweet to Miley Cyrus every week to have her on a guest on the show. So if anybody knows her, like and, and gets her yeah, to listen, well, she's going like, to come on our show. show. She won't even go on the the nighttime big shows. No, I why she wouldn't want to go on those, but I would think our show she'd want to go on. Because well, we're fun. Those shows aren't any fun. Yeah, well, you never know. In my travels, I do meet many, many, many celebrities, and so do you. We may run across her, not exactly here, but in New York City or L.A. I'm sure one day we'll go to one of her affairs and meet her. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I meet everybody. If I, I love I'm all her movies. Fran Drescher, that bitch I can't get for nothing. She married a, a, a quadruple zillionaire, you know, the fellow that invented, uh, what, what did he invent? I don't know. Uh, the computer thing, Google, Google, one of those, Facebook. <laughs> I think he invented Facebook. No, he, he invented something. He's a Hindu, I believe, and he's worth trillions and gazillions of dollars. And you would think that Fran Drescher would take off with all that dough and act like a snooty, you know, zillionaire broad. Not true. Last year, she was in, Pen- in Center City, Pennsylvania, at the Gay Pride Parade on a stage. A shirt looking as wonderful as could possibly be. This is one broad that does not let moolah make her any better than anybody else. And Franny, if you're listening, give me a call. I mean, I've had everybody on her show on my show. I've had uh, Lainey Kazan, of course, and, and Renee Taylor. I Joe mean, Bologna. Joe Bologna. Come on, Fran, let's get with it. That that's we all we all, wait, wait we had our ex husband uh, Mark Peter, Peter Jacobson uh, Jacobson on oh, come on Fran time it's Fran. so funny because like Ron and I each have like people that we want like on the show and so if you guys are listening come on I want Miley Cyrus he wants Fran Drescher I'd like yeah, Jennifer but, Lawrence but, you know, every <laughs> Fran Drescher should know me by now because I told Renee tell Fran I told Lainey tell Fran. And I guess Fran just doesn't do these kind of shows. I don't know. Maybe I've never seen her on a talk show. She doesn't really do them, I don't think. A lot of actors don't like doing talk shows because they don't know what to do. You know, if you have a script. They're afraid they're going to get ambushed with questions, which could happen on our show. My my (laughs) questions, I guess you might have listened to our show and said, I'm not going to have that psycho bastard ask me those weird questions. (laughs) So I, I would ask you, like, you know, what's it like balling a Hindu? You know, do you see, like, like what do they do with the third eye stuff you know I don't know anything about it yeah they have that religion with the third eye I don't know what that is yeah, well anyway they, they go places that we don't go spiritually know, but you're probably like offended you just probably offended like a whole country <laughs> no I have not no I have not because I admire the Hindu people because of their religion their religion goes beyond uh, reading meditation yoga yoga Yoga, yoga is uh, sort of a form. I don't know what the hell I'm talking. About. Yeah, I know. Let's just anyway. Skip it. I like it. I like it. I like. What it. we're gonna do is take a quick music break anyway, because you guys, Dave Tolliver's coming on a little while. He's got a brand new album. It's called Something Like the Greatest, and uh, the album came out a little while ago. And we're gonna play a couple songs during the show, so you can kind of get a variety of uh, of different songs that and kind of music that's on the album. So we're gonna play the title track. It's called Something Like the Greatest. Uh, the name of the artist again is Dave Tolliver. You guys know him from Men at Large. He's a platinum-selling artist. We've had him on the show once before, coming on in a little while. And, Chad, we ready? Ready. Hey, everybody. (laughs) It's Something Like the Greatest by Dave Tolliver. Hit it. Jack. Hey. 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 Hey.
Yeah. Black Bobby. Uh, 3,000 swag on him. Yeah, man. Six hours. What's up, bro? Yeah. Uh-huh. Lumberjack in the building. It's a Midwestern Dirty South collabo. Let's rock out. Here we go. Uh, listen. Yeah, I'm still killing it. And everybody's still feeling it. Still gunning like a 21. In other words, dog, I get it done. Don't mess around with the business. When I'm done, you'll be asking for forgiveness. In other words, I'm the realest. And ain't no way you can kill this. And everybody wanna know where I've been. I've been right here. I ain't going nowhere. A man don't like it, but I bet he won't say it. Yeah. Close to what she's telling you Might even be my illegitimate Cause back in the day Me and my squad was killing it Years later still relevant The game will change But they still smelling it Inhaling it For the hell of it I got the key to the lock But I ain't selling it And everybody wanna know Where I've been I've been right here I ain't going A man know he like it, but I bet he won't say it. Yeah. I'm something like the greatest. Oh, yeah. I'm number one on the playlist. A man know he like it, but I bet he won't say it. Not Ricky, but Black Pie. Mike Killer, been known to catch a body. Skills. Ben did it, ask about me Vendetta gets all those who doubt me Had bread, sliced it up, gave it out Still winning, good living Me lose something, I doubt Headhunter, at your chest, throat, and juggler Amaze how this OG move, got you comparing on See y'all be in the lab using tech for perfection And still need to try it again till y'all perfect it The only thing y'all know how to talk is cushion tipping You can see it all in my walk, the gift for ripping Swag should be Y'all out the truck, you done, it's finished And now you say I turned out for what? You done, you finished I only work with legends, Hall of Fame is my bucket list I just had to let you know Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I'm something like the greatest Ooh, something like the greatest Yeah, I'm number one on the playlist A man don't like it, but I bet he won't say it
killing the game. Uh, they're putting all this cash to shame. Uh, they playing around, they're in the business. Put me in the face and I'll be calling their names. Yeah. There you go. Dave Tolliver. Yeah, everybody. That's Dave Tolliver, something like The Greatest. That's the title track. We're going to play a couple other songs later, and uh, and then he's coming on on the second half of the show. It's a good sound. It's a good song. It's kind of like a mellow song, rocks you out. It's nice to listen to that uh, at the end of a party when you're loaded and you're sitting on a sofa and it's kind of dark in the room and the fire's going and you got somebody next to you that you want to jump on. Hey. You know, it's nice. It's attack music. It's like hot. Meanwhile, for all of you out there that know how paranoid I am about bed bugs and germs and all the new crap that's coming in from countries we've never even heard of via airplane, there's a new product out that I really want to tell everybody about. Um, I hope it lives up to what it's because if it does, it's probably the answer to every germ that we have and every illness that we get. It's called airbiotics. It's something you put it in your house and you turn it on and it blows out, whatever, and it kills probably every kind of germ that is dangerous to us, new germs, and also other things like I forgot what bacteria is and whatever, whatever. So I, I ordered one and I can't wait to get it. When I get it, I'm going to do it and see. Well, I guess we won't know if it kills the germs. How are you going to know that? What is it blowing well, out? I don't know what it does exactly. Jimmy might know. Well, I would question it, that you before you breathe it in. It explodes or something. No. Okay, here it is. It's like considered to be the future of cleaning, and it's called Airbiotics, everybody. And first of all, if you go to the Jimmy Star Show Twitter, in our Twitter description, you can hit the link, and it'll take you to the website, uh, and it explains everything about it. But basically, uh, basically, it's a new type of cleaning, and it is... Uh, helps prevent drug-resistant infections, helps people with allergies. It's great for getting rid of pet odors. Basically, it works at a microscopic level. It removes dangerous allergens and contaminants known to cause infection, asthma, headaches, sinus pain, coughing, trouble breathing, fatigue, and more. And it's a new way to have a cleaner, healthier, ecologically balanced home. They guarantee it. It's great for allergy-sensitive or immune-compromised individuals. It targets everything from dust mites to, pe- to pet dander. And if you go to the website, they have all different kinds of products. They have an all-purpose cleaner. They have a mist to put on beds and stuff like that to make sure you that's, kill everything. That's what that's I want. want. I want gallons of that one. And then they <laughs> also have like an air machine that you – it's called Airbiotic one. one. And you put put the solution in the machine and it sprays it out and it kills mm-hmm. like all the bad germs like a humidifier. in the air. Like a humidifier. And what are the, what the, are the long-term business, side effects of breathing then? It, it's wonderful because it's it's all it's all green, by the way. There's no chemicals in this. There's nothing in it that's, that's that can hurt you. It's green. And I have problems breathing at night because Shazam sleeps in our room and he has dander that sometimes I get. And I, I have sinus as well. And we live in a climate that's not California. And uh, I have trouble in the morning. I have to blow my nose. My throat, as you can hear now, is huffy. And if there's flus around, I tend to get them from the crowds that we're always in. So I said to Jimmy, get the machine that blows it in the bedroom, and we can purify the air, kill all the goddamn germs that we bring in on our clothing. What's the language? Well, I said, goddamn, that's, the germs are goddamn it. What, God's, <laughs> God's going to love them? God Yes, hates for them me! Too. You know, 
Anyway, because we have so many people now coming in from other countries and they're bringing in viruses and germs that we don't necessarily have. I mean, who ever heard of diphtheria? We got rid of diphtheria in the 1920s and now diphtheria is on the rise. Well, I don't need to get diphtheria, folks, and lose my hair. I did that already. Uh, so I want to have this thing in my bedroom to purify the air, get rid of the dog dander, help my sinuses along, plus rid the room of any germs that we brought in with our shoes or clothing from the events that we go to. I know I sound like an asshole, but, but folks, if I don't get sick all winter long and I feel wonderful, then you're the assholes for not having this machine, period. <laughs> I mean, if the machine stinks and it doesn't work, I'm certainly going to tell you. Use it just a humidifier because it does not a goddamn thing. But if it works, I intend to shout it from the well, rooftops. The cleaner and the wait a second. Work. Don't go there. Beds, beds, beds. You know how I hate public beds. I intend to bring this product to motels when we travel and spray the shit out of those beds and make sure there's nothing, dust mites or roaches, cockroaches, snakes, tarantulas, you know, peepee-cocky. And semen. Well, it's not going to get rid of pee pee and cocky. No, but it, but it'll kill the germs on the mattress, and that's, that's true. It will. And that's what I, I get nauseous from. What's in all the public mattresses and hotels. So here's what you guys got to do. All you got to do is follow at Jimmy Star Show on Twitter. In the in my in our description, there's a links as heard on the Jimmy Star Show. Click the link. It'll take you to the website of Airbox. You can read all about it. And then there's buttons, you know, to pick out the products you'd like to try. It's a great thing, and uh, definitely check it out. Uh, we are. We think it's fabulous and uh, see no, the all-purpose wait, cleaner wait, wait, in the mist. We don't know yet because we, we, we believe what we have read. Now, once we have the machine and it runs for a week, if I am all better from these problems that I have, I intend to tell you and tell you that you're a fool if you don't go out and get this machine. A fool. Who needs to have flus and all the germs that are coming in from these weird countries by these weird people? But even Please. if you don't have the machines, you can get the all-purpose cleaner, the airbiotics mist, the airbiotics right. all-purpose cleaner to clean with as opposed to using whatever you use now and it's... Uh, significantly better. And it's, it's green. Green means no harmful chemicals. It's made out of nature. I read what it was made out of. The ingredients I did read, I don't remember one, of course, but it's loaded with all kinds of plants and herbs or whatever the hell they're using, which really do work. Because if you go in the jungles, uh, there are immune things in the jungles that the, the people in, in jungles don't get because of what they eat. So, anyway... Check anyway, it out, everybody. It's go good. To, it's go good. to the Jimmy Star Show uh, Twitter. And it's called Airbiotics. That's A-I-R-B-I-O-T-I-C-S. Airbiotics. There you Please, go. Please, Airbiotics, work. Because I've been looking for something like you for years. There you go, everybody. Also, um, <clears throat> and I forgot what I was going to say. We've got to give a shout-out, though, to all the stations playing the Jimmy Star Show. So... You guys, you can hear the Jimmy Star Show on W4CY Radio with the incredibly talented Chad Murphy. Oh, yeah. You yeah. can hear us on WROM Radio in Detroit, Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, Planet Radio Network in New York, L.A., Ontario, and London, Monster FM Radio in New York, Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, K4HD Radio in L.A., WBAD Radio in Washington, D.C. We're also on Stitcher, SoundCloud, which we broke 6 million plays, iTunes and iHeartRadio, we're also on Roku, YouTube, Vimeo, and Jimmy Stars. Excuse me, JimmyStarsWorld.com for all of the uh, videos that we have. So it's really, really cool. We're real big shit, folks. <laughs> anyway, I want to write because I wrote on Facebook. I have this idiot 
that came into my uh, message thing on my Facebook under a weird assumed name. And he said to me, uh, how many facelifts have you had? And how many how fillers and threads do you have in your face and the Botox in your face? What do you do to keep yourself looking young? And I wrote back privately, sir, I have done none of those things. I don't use threads or Botox or fillers. I have no need to, but if I did, I would. And he wrote back, you're a fucking liar. And I thought it was very offensive. Nobody should call me a liar, let alone a fucking liar. So I put it on Facebook page again, stating that I do not have threads, Botox, or fillers in my face. Lucky for my age of 75, yes, I do look 55 or 60. My mother was 80, and she looked 55 or 60. I have a sister who's 83 who looks 60. So our family, good, strong Italian genes, we don't age. We just are lucky that our faces don't get like tissue paper or like tea bags. So, you know, whoever that jerk was, I blocked him, by the way. Jimmy taught me how to block him. How dare he say I'm a liar? Why the hell would I lie? I don't try to look young to fool people. I kid around about being 50, but that's my joke, 50 again. I'm 75. I'm proud of it. Hey, I'm here 75 years. He should be so lucky. Anyway, so there you go. I love it. Well, you know, if it were true, Jimmy, I would have ignored it. But I don't have, I would like to get Botox and fillers, but then you could look like the Howdy Doody puppet. And I don't want to look that that shiny. Yeah, I don't want you to look like the Howdy Doody puppet either. I have a good friend, I have a couple of friends of mine that they smile like this. And if they don't move, I mean, nothing moves. They look like they're this wax. That's not attractive, you know. Look, looking young is one thing, but looking stupid and young is another. All right, so here's what we're going to do, you guys, because i got lots of new music I want to play. Um, there's a brand-new single out right now. It's called The Struggle. The name of the uh, the artist is Kirsten Maryland, and uh, the, the single came out a week ago, a week and a half ago, I guess now, and um, uh, it's called The Struggle. We played it once before, but now we've got the music video for it. Chad, we got that okay? Let's do it. All right, everybody, so here's Kirsten Marilyn, The Struggle. I rely on the struggle, I'm pumping up with trouble. I feel alive when I'm climbing up. Giving you everything I would have been 
begged, I would have stole to get you anything. And all I asked for was loyalty. That's uh, Kirsten Maryland. The name of the song is The Struggle. Okay, and so. I think it's going to be a hit. Everybody seems to like it. Chad, what do you think? You like that song? Badass song. Yeah, I think it's a badass song, too. So, terrific. I think it's a good-ass song. Okay. Does it have to be a badass song? You know, a badass song. Badass, badass, it's, so, badass is a good so thing. So, Chad, what, Chad <laughs> whatever your name is. Chad, what are you doing lately? Anything exciting that we've been gone for so many weeks? You, you had a break. No, Bill, we're just playing uh, a lot of gigs down south, more more in Lauderdale area now. No, Bill? Yeah, isn't his name Bill? Whatever. Who cares? Whatever his name is. <laughs> you know what? I, 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 listen. 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 I'm trying to I, listen. I, Stop I laughing. Got, I got it. I let it go. Okay. I, I was interviewing uh, Cliff Robertson, the famous Academy Award actor Cliff Robertson. Mm-hmm. Now, he knew my name was Ron, okay? Right. Um, it was Ron up until I said to him, I heard your ex-wife was a bitch. And you know what he said to me? Well, let me tell you, Rod. Rod. <laughs> <laughs> so it's an old theatrical way of getting even. Right, I guess so. Somebody does something you don't like, you just don't use their right name. Good stuff, good stuff. But no, just tell us wait, 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 what wait, you're wait, doing. Wait a minute, are you going to be at the Boca Country Club? Boca Country Club, yeah, I think there are a couple of... Uh, I don't know. We're only there once a month, but they do us, do have us come into their main ballroom when they do this big uh, barbecue, and uh, that's a real neat thing. You'll see like 500 members in there, so I think that's the actual big, biggest crowd we've ever played to is Boca Country Club members, but uh, now we're playing down at like uh, Bahia Cabana uh, in Lauderdale as well as Ruba Cafe in Lauderdale. We're having some fun down south. Good, yeah, because you know, good. we'll be in, in Boca or in sometime in um, when end of January, beginning of February. I don't know yet. Some Maybe, place, something like and that. And if you're playing, as I said, my friend Perry, she, uh, is, she lives there. So we could come in and see you via her. I love how oh, all the real New Yorkers add an R to the Boca. Huh? The Boker. The Boca one. Yeah. Well, you say, you say Boker. Boca. All you uh, snowbirds. 
Oh, we, we put an R in it. Well, you know right. what? It's a Jewish sound. Darling, I'm going to Boca. <laughs> That's how you really have to say it. I've Where do you that. live? I live in Boca. <laughs> That's how all my friends say it down there. I used to love that. Especially one of them, my friend Eileen, she had a voice like a, like a violin. And you'd say to her, so what's doing? She'd say, nothing much, you know, I'm in Boca. That violin would go up, your ears <laughs> oh would Oh my pierce. God, I want to like die, that's so terrible. <laughs> She's a very lovely woman. She's about 98 years old. Oh, and she's still, you know, alive and, and has a boyfriend. Would you believe it? The boyfriend's she's still 90. breathing. She's 98, the boyfriend's 90. Cool. And you've got to see them together. Good They're smooching them. and kissing, and he tries to grab a little titty, and she smacks really? his hand. Wow. I thought, isn't that wonderful? At almost 100 years old, he's grabbing boobs. That's very cool. That's cool. I know some people 35, they stop grabbing boobs. That's sad. <laughs> Keep you know. grabbing boobs, people. Well, if you live in Boca, you know, everybody's 112 there anyway. So yeah. the you'll you'll live longer. The meat isn't so hot. How do you like that, though, playing in south, going further south, Chad? Do you like it? Oh, it's such a breath of fresh air to get out of Wellington, no doubt. I like it. Absolutely. It's a little like bit it. of a, you know, you got to, well, it's, and it gives, like, Heather and I a chance to, you know, talk to each other, too, that, you know, a little, little uh, quiet time or whatever. But, you know, it takes like an hour to get where we're going. I used to work stand-up, as you know, and I have to tell you one thing. The best audiences I ever had were Brooklyn Italian or Brooklyn Jews yeah. or Boca Jews are phenomenal. They are the best audience. They really are with you. They appreciate you. He's not really playing, though, the places with the older Boca Jews. They're all Jews. Yeah, Boca's we all Jews. Why you go to the water? I was the only guy in Boca. Didn't yeah. you play at Shooters once, too? Yeah, we played Shooters. That's more like middle class. Not middle yeah. class, but I mean middle-aged people that have right. a little bit middle of money. Age, right. but, but listen, my Jewish friends dubbed me Jewish a long time ago. They said, Ron, you're more Jewish than we are. And it's true. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm like a second citizen Jew. Uh, my friends are Jewish. I love Jewish people. I was out. I went out for years with a Jewish guy. I think Jewish people are probably one of the best people in the world. I, I agree I with you. That he thinks I'm Jewish. I keep oh, really? He's Jewish. I keep saying that because if he's Jewish, he'll make a lot of money and be successful. <laughs> no, they are some really nice people there at Boca West Country Club. We're blessed really to play. Are. It's so friendly. I mean, you go to a Jewish person's home. It's so. What's doing, darling? Sit. I got. What do you want? I got something for you. Nice. Here, eat. They're like Italians. It's wonderful. They're the chosen but, people. You got to do they're it. They're warm people. They're <laughs> loving people. The Jewish people, very warm and loving, and 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 wonderful friends. Uh, we're friends for thirty, forty, fifty years. Uh, it's amazing. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Hooray for the Jews. Now let's go on to the next ethnic group. <laughs> uh, okay, here's the next ethnic group. If you guys want to have a really good time, right now, One Magical Weekend 2016 tickets are on sale. They just went on sale. You can book, book the hotel. You can buy the passes for the three-day event. It takes place June 3rd through 5th. 2016 there are 18 international djs nine major circuit events there's nine parties one of them is at uh uh riptide at the uh at the water park there the which is fabulous we had the best time the ever Riptide party is the best picture three thousand queens all screaming in the water slides it was a riot if i tell you that was the highlight of my trip to dancing. I'm too old for that shit. But the water sports, you had to see all these macho guys, you know, in their Speedos with their big muscles and their beards, screaming as they went down, oh, like girls. It was hilarious. And then when they hit the bottom, they tumbled over. They were screaming and laughing. We had a ball in the water park. Best part is then you're in these rafts and you're floating down the river and everybody is so friendly and the conversations go back and forth are hilarious. And if you're looking to meet somebody, 
that's where you go. You go on the river raft and you bang into the guy's raft and you say, oh, excuse me. Hi, what's your name? And everybody's friendly. It was. We had a blast. It was a lot it. of fun. It was fun. Um, so tickets are now on sale. They're discounted up until Monday. So if you're going to want to get tickets early and save some money, go now to OneMagicalWeekend.com. You can book your hotel and buy passes for the three-day event. Like I said, 18 international DJs, nine big parties over three days. It's a blast. So go to OneMagicalWeekend.com and follow us on Twitter at the number one Magical Weekend. And the food wasn't bad if you eat at the hotels. Uh, we, we stayed at a nice hotel, and the food was reasonable. They didn't rip you off because it was a major event. And the food was, you know, decent. I ate around the poisonous garbage that they had there. And you can. You can, you know, do fruits it's and salad. It's at the B Resort and Spa. It's a great hotel. Yeah, really, but, you really know, it's nice got a lot hotel. of junk food, too. Come on, a lot of fried and hotel didn't. It only had food. one restaurant. It didn't yeah, I know. But there was a, listen, Jimmy, if you ate all that crap they had there, you would have a bellyache. If you know how to eat correctly, you can eat very well in that restaurant and healthy. At the B Resort and Spa, the mm-hmm. hotel was great. Their we salads were fresh. I mean, all the greens were crisp and crunchy. The cheeses were delicious. I mean, there was just good stuff there. Absolutely. So check it all out, everybody. Go to OneMagicalWeekend.com. Right. Just don't eat the, the hamburgers and the ribs and all that junk. <laughs> full of grease, full of people. I loved it. The ribs even, were great. Listen, my daughter Leslie just told me that I forgot where it was now. We should – oh, they buy chickens now. We no, we send our chickens to Asia, and they bleach them, and then send them back to us. What? Uh, yeah, I'm not. I should have Leslie write it on Facebook. She told me this morning because we were talking about the turkey. Most of the chicken that goes to all these fast food places is not grown in America. It's grown in weird countries where they force feed them and chemical feed them to make them big. They chop them up and they send them here. Let's face it, folks. Everybody's into chicken wings. How many chickens do you think we have in this country that have wings that we could supply the zillions of people who eat chicken wings all night and day in America? So the chicken wings have to come from somewhere. And where they come from is not necessarily clean. You know, chickens eat rat's stool. They eat a lot of crap. So that's why I'm very, oh, you have to go to a butcher now to get your chicken. (laughs) <laughs> because uh, look at look at Costco. They have uh, uh, sal- oh, sal- no, no uh, uh, the other one. What is the one? The bad one. In their Ebola. Ebola in their chicken salad. So if anyone bought chicken salad in the last week at Costco, throw no, it, three weeks. Throw it out. It's got Ebola in it. E. Coli. Ebola. E. Coli. Not Ebola. I don't know the names of these new goddamn <laughs> things. You know that's not a new one. Well, it wasn't around in my day. I never heard of Ebola. I, it's, uh, what is it called? E. Coli. E. coli. Ebola is the stuff that we had scared with last year that they try to scare everybody with. But you, Listen, do you think I pay attention to these? I know, but I want people names? to know what they're going to get, so we don't want to tell just, them the just, wrong thing. Listen, just don't eat the chicken salad and Roger. you won't get anything. Okay? Yeah, it's E. coli with a C. doesn't matter what's in it. Just don't eat it. I mean, that's how I am. You know, <laughs> We like Costco. We buy a lot of stuff there. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, it's very difficult when you get to 75 because your brain is so filled with 75 years of knowledge that anything new that comes along goes right through your brain. You can't retain it because your brain does have a saturation point. Yeah, E. coli. See, that's what they wrote it. E. coli. Okay. Right. Anyway, funny stay that. healthy. Stay safe. This way you'll be beautiful when you get old. Chad, where do you grocery shop? Do you grocery shop like at an organic-y kind of place since you eat mostly healthy stuff? I go to Whole Foods first, Trader Joe's seconds, and Publix third. I wish we had Publix up here. I miss Publix. Well, what I like to do is I get in the car. I go to the farm. 
I have real milk from the cow. There's a three, three blo- about three miles up the road is a um, dairy. And we get our cheese. Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, Land of Lakes is right here on Swamp Road. Not, butter, far, that's not far from our house is all the Land of Lake products. Um, and the cow's milk is the best, fresh. My eggs come from the le- egg lady, the farm. Uh, we just had apples that we're making apple pies. Yeah, the pies. apples are awesome. We have strawberries. We have raspberries. That's the wonderful thing about living in Bucks County. Except for now it's getting cold, so we're going to lose all that. Well, no, they have other things now. that the, nut, the nuts are out. They have, I mean, walnuts, not nutty people. <laughs> but walnuts are out and, and, and all kinds of good stuff. So if you eat as nature gives it to you and it's healthy without preservatives and poisons, your body will be free of cancer and free of a lot of other illnesses and you'll stay healthy longer and live a much better life. Um, I'm an advocate for healthy eating. Uh, my grandmother cooked in our house when I was a little boy. My mother worked. And my grandmother went to the store every day, the vegetable man, the fish man, the chicken market. Nothing in the house came in a can because she didn't know how to open a can. It wasn't part of her culture. Everything had to be fresh and fresh grown. And I think that's the reason why I'm healthy and I look as I do because I was fed well as a child. Chinzia wants to know that when you move, are you going to miss all that? She's in the chat room now. Hi, my, Chinzia. My, Happy that, Thanksgiving. That, that's my wonderful cousin who I love. Chinzia, you know what it's like, you know, because my grandmother was your aunt. So um, your, your father was the same. I mean, and your mother, they lived in New Jersey and Flemington and the farms were there and you had everything like I did fresh. Well, we're going to move to Palm Springs for the winter months and then probably stay either in Pennsylvania or Long Island in the winter months. So there's a good, you know, California always has no, fresh. No, that's not right. No, California has fresh produce. No, that's not right. We're not going to stay in Pennsylvania for the winter months. Oh, I got it backwards. Well, you know what? I, just folks, you figure it out. I'll throw it out there <laughs> and you just put it in its place. I'm playing Scrabble with words with me. But uh, California has produce all year long. Uh, all you have to do is drive up to Ventura County along the roads. There are millions of fresh stands of the most gorgeous f- lettuce and cabbage and broccoli and tomatoes. So, no, I'm not going to eat from a supermarket. I'll still eat from the farms. Plus, I enjoy it. It's fun. And farmers are nice people. When you get to know them, they're friendly and they ask how the family is. It's nice. They don't do that in Costco. That's true. Maybe I can Costco. Wait, wait Chad, do you ever shop in Costco? Have you ever shopped in Costco? Hmm, I did shop at big box stores, I don't know, maybe a few years back, five years ago. But uh, I, I don't know. I just uh, Once we went there, it's like you got to buy everything in bulk. And then you get sick Junk. of some things, and you have storage of this stuff. So and right. I won't, You're I'll, right about the storage. And I'll never go back to Costco. We just did a bunch of shopping. We were online, and the Costco card was up. So the guy said to me, do you want to renew it for $55? I said, no, not particularly. I got, that's a lot of money. I don't need, I don't buy that much food to get the $55 back. So I said, no. He said, what's the matter? You can't afford it? With a bunch of people listening. And I want to tell him, you jerk. You don't even know who I am. I could buy and sell you in two seconds, you idiot. And you're saying to me publicly out loud, what's the matter? You can't afford it? What, do you want to shame me into the card? So Costco, I'm not coming back. That's the kind of people. I'll go to my farmers that say, hey, Mr. Ron, how are you? I got some nice broccoli. How's the family? Yeah. I got some nice broccoli for you today. And he takes it out. and You could smell it a mile away. It's delicious. Chad, you'd be impressed. But like that's like my new favorite thing is broccoli. 
Broccoli's good. It's uh, anti-cancer. And I never ate it before, but like, well, it's how we make it. We make it with broccoli. They make it with um, Chinzia will know. Um, they make it with like olive oil and pinoli nuts and some kind of cheese. Oh, you skillet it? Oh, some yeah, kind on of a skillet. No, uh-huh. here's what you do: olive oil, pinoli nuts, gorgonzola cheese, and you throw it all in. You saute it really quickly because it dissolves instantly, and then you throw your broccoli florets in, and you. Break them up so that it's more of a of a salad rather than chunks, and you saute it, and then you eat it. And of course, it is so good. You, you faint from it. It's the most delicious thing in the world. Right on. I Sounds love good. it. I could eat it every day. It's like and, my. And favorite. by the way, gorgonzola cheese for others, it's called blue cheese. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay, Italians, it's called gorgonzola. Right, okay. Chinzia, she makes that. My cousin's good. She does everything good. There you go. Everybody in there saying broccoli's good, so I like it. So broccoli's let's, the let's best do thing one more you. song, Chad. Um, Chad, can you think we can put together the Bethany Becker song? Let's do it. All right, everybody. So Bethany Becker is a brand new artist. The first single just got released last week. It's called I Want Love. It's kind of like country pop. Um, she's a very young artist. She's super, super talented. Radio loves this song already. Uh, you ready to go, Chad? Hit it. All right, everybody, here's I Want Love by Bethany Becker. Check out the video. I don't want another dinner and a movie With some player who's just trying to get lucky I don't want a million texts and a guessing game
everybody. That's I Want Love by Bethany Becker. Chad, do you consider that country or pop? That's or country, kind of country pop. pop. That's country pop. Yeah, she's cute, right? She's kind of like a young Taylor Swift. I like her. I don't know. I don't know about the song, but the production's great. The voice is great, and uh, I like it. Yeah, I, think I, it's I, I called fun. it bubblegum. Bubblegum country pop? <laughs> yeah. Could that be possible? Well, it, it appeals to the younger kids. You know, it's uh, it's probably aimed more towards that. You want to you get some fans young, you know, and Absolutely. grow old with them. <clears throat> well, I could see young girls, you know, with ponytails bopping around to that in their yeah, bedroom. Yeah, I mean, it was cool. I think it's a good production. I think she has a great voice. Um, I'd, cute voice. Cute little voice. I'd like to hear a couple more songs, but... Uh, I think record, she's got. I think the record will be coming out in the first quarter next year. Oh, so. I, I like that record. I thought I it was very, very, very happy, sounds good, fun, young, terrific, and it's and I and it's got a good positive message. With like, there needs to be yeah. music with good positive messages. I, I want love. I, I give it a ten. Give her some love. We want to give a shout out to Daddy Muir's in the chat room, who's uh, in the hospital getting his appendix out. So uh, it's cool that you made it to the chat room. And it says he says in the chat room that he's stoned right now. Thank you. Oh, nice, <laughs> Daddy Murr. To me, oh, what's do, up, Daddy Murr? Wait, do not tell them you don't have pain because they cut the morphine. <laughs> tell them, oh, my pain level morphine. is twenty. This way, they'll give you more morphine, and you can really have a good time. Good thinking, Ron. Well, when I get my button surgery December third, they're going to give me Michael Jackson juice because that's what I call it. Right on. Stuff that killed Michael Jackson, because that stuff will give you the best Jackson sleep you've juice. ever had in your life. You are dead. Oh, great. I mean, you know, you lay there and they talk to don't you. Don't say you're dead. You're right. that's not well, I don't mean really <laughs> Jackson dead. juice. I dead to the world. Uh, you, you, they say count. Do you go ten, nine, <laughs> and you're gone by eight, and then you wake up and and you don't even know it was done, and they've been working on you for an hour. And you don't even know it. It's wonderful. Could you imagine during the Civil War when those poor fellas had to have their legs amputated with just vodka or scotch or bourbon, whatever? Here, have a slug of bourbon. We're cutting your leg off. Oh, my God. He says they gave him Percocet. Oh, Percocet. What hospital are you in? I'd check out immediately. (laughs) No, the first thing I ask when I go into a hospital is, do you serve morphine? (laughs) I need my own bag. Do you serve morphine? (laughs) Chad said, I need my own bag. <laughs> right. Because that's the fun part of being in a hospital is to be out of it. Other than that, it's miserable. I lay there thinking of how many people died in this bed that I'm laying here now. <laughs> I grip my own pillow, my own sheets, my so own let's, blanket. Chad, have you ever had any kind of surgeries? When I was you younger. In hospital? Uh, surgery. Uh, when I was younger, tonsils were removed and a big mole that was on the front of my forehead. I looked kind of like an Indian child. <laughs> Well, like the third eye, the yeah, third eye. Yeah, right? I guess so. I don't. It didn't. It's not like a pineal gland, but uh, it was a big mole right center in my forehead, and we we chopped that puppy off. All you had to do was put lower and upper eyelashes on it. You could have been anything for Halloween. <laughs> a triclops or whatever they call us. Yeah, a triclops, cyclops, cyclops. Oh, there you go. Cyclops. If there's only one. Oh, that's only one. No, I, I was triclops. 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 If if there is one, I don't know. Right. But that's good. You remember that it? scar? I didn't see a scar there. On my forehead, no. There's no I scar. I could see through your head, though. The ba- I went right through like a hole. You see I right, saw, the saw right through me. I was noticed that. I was looking at you, and I looked at your forehead, and I could see the painting behind your head. You're saying I'm shallow? No, I'm saying you have a hole in your head. All right. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Do you miss me, Chad? The truth. You got to miss me. Um, not really. You son of a bitch. Not, you never think of me like, gee, I wish Crazy Ron would come down. He's so fun. I think you have daily. a lot of fun at the studio before we go on the air. You know that. You're just a lot of fun, Ronnie boy. Oh, no doubt. You, so are you. 
We no, I'm a, thankful to have you both in my life. You're, you're a lot of I'm fun. Happy to have you as our as our board man. I mean, when we moved to Hollywood, I'm happy major- just to have you in my life, Chad. Not wait, that you're my board. Uh, wait, man. I want. I, wait, sh- I want. Get D- I got to get Dean. I haven't gotten Dean in yeah. a while. And when we move to Hollywood and we're on national TV, we want you to come on and be our Ed McMahon. Oh, really? The one that sits on the edge of the couch and drinks and like got it. And tells everybody what to do, you know, the people to come on and the, whatever. And just laughs, okay, got but it. When we have major stars on like CBS or NBC or ABC. Here's and, Ronnie! Right. And then, you know, if Dean ever wants to come and see us, we'll tell the stage door, don't let him in. That's not true. <laughs> no, I love we'll Dean. We'll bring him on as I a guest. I te- tease Dean and so, where is that son of a bitch anyway? Know, what is he don't, doing? Don't ask for him I now. know, then he comes on, he never gets off. <laughs> That's all right. He's up. safely in Germany or Europe or somewhere. What's he doing in oh, Germany? Oh, he's in Europe? He, oh, good. He's okay. on the European tour of the, the Adventures of Pipe Man. He'll be back uh, shortly. This is not the time to be in Europe. Is he really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wow. But this is not a time to be in Europe. This is a dangerous time. Oh, come on. Live your life, Ron. Don't let the, oh, well, don't let the news Dean, bend you. With Dean's mouth, Dean will be like in a public square cursing out the ISIS, and they'll blow him up. <laughs> yeah, he's over there bringing world peace to, to Europe right now. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> world peace, my ass. <laughs> he's over there instigating a war. Let's get those ISIS people. Irish Ginger says he's in Austria, so it's safe there. I don't know. They're all, I've been to Austria. It's awesome. I went skiing in Innsbruck one time. It was fabulous. Hmm. I went to Austria, too. It's okay. Is that where the Alps are? Yeah. Switzerland, I was. I was at, but I Mar- skied from Austria to Switzerland. <laughs> right on. I went. I didn't go skiing, but I went up to the ski resort at Mont Blanc in Switzerland. And with my daughter, Leslie, when she was 16, I took her to Europe. And we had the best time. I watched everybody go down those treacherous hills. I thought they were crazy. And then one of the people said, do you ski? And I said, why? <laughs> I used to ski why? all the time. I don't know if I could do it now why? because of my knees, but I, I used to ski all the time every it's, year. It's cold. Why would I want to go out oh, in the so freezing much fun. cold? It's different, though, in Europe. Like, they don't have, like, regular – it's not, like, nice and posh like it is here. I, I, I water skied on Long Island once, and the swamp got me. The, what is that moldy shit that comes up, the green stuff? Algae. Alfie Kale. Algae. Oh, you're talking about in the water? In the water. It's like vines, green vines. They <laughs> they came up and they wrapped He doesn't them. like snakes Seaweed. in the water. Either. No, they weren't snakes. They were green vines. I, was, I don't know, sludge. Lilies. Kind of seaweed. Seaweed. That's the word. Yeah. And it went all around the skis and around my ankles, and I had a nervous breakdown. I couldn't. Oh, <laughs> it's alive. It's going to drown me. It's going to pull me under. So I screamed to my friend Darlene, bring me in, bring me in. And guess what? I lost the water skis. They went out. And she was very upset because her mother had passed away a few years before, and it was a birthday gift from her mother. Uh-huh. So even if I were to replace the skis, it, it didn't have the same the, sentiment. The seaweed ate it. So. Yeah, I felt it's, terrible. It's nothing you Never do. again will I go in, in the Atlantic Ocean. It's disgusting. It's dark water it's weird it's cold he doesn't like water water. every time we go to uh, Lake Geneva he's like I'd never get in that water. <laughs> never. Snakes. I'm not lying. Snakes. We were on the dock one night having a party. The fire was going. Everybody's singing, have a great time. And one of the women is screaming, screaming. There was like a six-foot snake that went from underneath the wood that she was throwing on the fire, and it ran into the water, swiveled, swiggled. What's the word? Swiggled into uh, the What's water. the word when a snake travels? Swiggles. Uh, that'd be sliver. Slivers. <laughs> it's slivered into... What did you say? Swiggled. You can do that, too. I told you my brain doesn't retain words anymore. Only funny. the curse words, they stay forever. But, uh, yeah, snakes, I, water. Well, this I'm sorry, did I say snake. sliver? Yeah. I meant slither. 
Slither. Slither. Oh yeah, slither is like a thing, like a little thing, and you get in your your no. finger. Slither is no, when slither a, a is sliver of chocolate or sliver of beef, something like no, that. That'd slither, be a sliver. Slither is when a beautiful woman with a great body drops a dress slowly, and the dress slithered down her beautiful body. Oh my! That's also what a snake does. It slithers. Right. But I still like you, like when you pull your pants down. <laughs> <laughs> well, depends on how big the snake is. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so quick, though. That was a really good one. That's why All we right, got here's him. what we're going to do, you guys. Dave Tolliver is going to be calling in a minute. Uh, we're going to play his Billboard chart-topping hit called Home, and we're going to play the video for it. And that way, when he comes on, we'll play another track off his new album. Um, this song hit number four, I think, on Billboard Hot Singles. Uh, the name of the song is Home. We're going to play the whole video. Chad, we got that ready? Let's roll it. All right, everybody, here's Dave Tolliver's hey, home. Um, matter of fact, here, here's the information on that. I can't wait to come home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 we'll be there. It's the only place I want to be. Yeah. I already know why. I mean, it's more than that, but <laughs> you know why, though. <laughs> yeah. I ain't even got to say it no more. Ready. Early in the morning when I'm standing at attention, I'm missing your attention and the smell of your loving all over me. I mean all over me. Nothing better than waking up to perfection. So perfected it's leaving me with no question that this is where I want to be. To put it in perspective, I've given up the quest now. I can't wait to come home. You know first thing smoking, baby. Oh, oh yeah. I'm here on the road. I'm here on the road. I'm stacking all this dough. Gonna get you satisfied. I can't wait to come home. You know first thing smoking, baby. I ain't joking. It's your taste, it's your smell, it's your feel, it's your
Dave Tolliver home. I love it. The song is awesome, you guys. It's super, super cool. Uh, everybody can get the album. It's called something like the greatest. It just came out, and uh, he's going to be calling in any any second. And, and you like that song, don't you, Ron? You know what? He is like probably one of the best around. I mean, his voice is so soothing to the ears. He doesn't offend my mind. He makes me feel good and kind of lazy. And I, I just think he's he's fabulous. I could listen to his music all day. I mean, when the son of a bitch comes on, I don't, I don't want to tell him that because he's conceited. <laughs> hey, the last time he was on, we had a whole thing about condoms and all he kept saying was... I think was, that he's the one that we had the conversation with condoms. Is he the about? one that... He said, there's no condom made big enough. I mean, really now. <laughs> 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 if that's not conceit, what is... I like Dave a lot, and I can't wait for him to come on because he's a fun guy with a, with a magical voice. You know, he's got one of those voices that just does it for me. Absolutely. I hate screamers. You know, people that scream, they don't sing. They scream. But when you sing in the octave that he's singing, and you better hold your notes, and you better know how to sing, because if not, you sound like a, like an oil can squeaking. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I just yawned. Excuse me, everybody. We're getting to be really relaxed on this show. I'm just tired. Like, it's been a long, tired. It's been a long two weeks. Hard two weeks. Very tragic. Actually, two like weeks. three weeks, really. Mm-hmm. Heart- heartbreaking time for me. So it's just been a long, long time. I'm happy Thanksgiving's here. And, and believe it or not, like even though I can't believe that all this Christmas stuff has been out for like a month already, now when I go to the store, like I'm ready to see Christmas stuff. I wasn't like three weeks ago, but I am now. You know, my cousin Bertha was supposed to have Thanksgiving with us tomorrow. I wonder if she's going to be there, do you think? In spirit. Because she really yeah. wanted to come. She was so excited. She kept saying, oh, I want to be with you and the girls and Jimmy. She really want. I bet you she, we should try to contact her tomorrow. You never know. We should do like a little some kind of thing. All right. So hold on there a sec. There he is. He hello, back. hello, and welcome <laughs> to the Jimmy Star Show, Mr. Dave Tolliver. How you doing? What's good, man? How y'all doing today? We are fabulous. Look at you. You got a nice setup. Look at those headphones with the microphone. That's yeah, what man, I, I want. want. I wanted to be prepared. They cheap. Walmart, baby. There you go. Walmart, baby. So, everybody, this is Dave Tolliver. We want to welcome you to the Jimmy Star Show. I know you've been on the show before, but I'm going to do that regular like uh, introduction. We got our cool, outrageous man about town, Ron Russell. I'm surprised you came back, Dave. <laughs> Why? Yeah, the Are you the guy we talked about condoms with? Uh, you might have. I don't like them. What about them? <laughs> you, you were the you were the man. You were the man we talked about when you came. You said there weren't any condoms made big enough for you. I thought, boy, oh boy, is he conceited? <laughs> anyway, I, I ask you to take down your pants and show us, <laughs> so we can see if it's true or not. Wow. But that would be an X-rated show, and we can't do that. Meanwhile, this is internet, right? Let me I mean, tell we you, we want on the internet. Right. He says you can do whatever you want. No, I was only kidding, Dave. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding, Dave. Dave, I said yeah. off the air. I guess you weren't on the air yet. But your voice is magical. It's soothing. It's beautiful. You hold notes. You know how to sing. You're one of my favorites, and it's not because you're oh. here. Because I do listen to you, and you are in my car, which is a big honor. Nope, not everybody gets in my car. You know, thing. Well, it's not a radio anymore. What the hell is it called? And just the music you play music, in your car. However we get it in there. We stick a plug in and it goes into some <laughs> other gadget. USB, yeah. There you go. Right. So what's it been like since we saw you? Oh, man, it has been fantastic. Uh, we've been doing uh, a myriad of things. Uh, the song that you've been playing home uh, was uh, placed on the season three season finale of uh, Single Ladies on VH1. 
Uh, it was also up for consideration for Empire. We haven't got the final uh, note on that, but it was it was nominated for a Hollywood Media and Music Award, which I lost to some guy named Nico, and I know he can't sing as good as I do, but he was no, he doesn't. No, hell no, he's on he's on Rick. Right, he's on Rick Ross's label, so I'm pretty sure that played a factor in why he got the award. And we, and the uh, Grammy committee, somebody from the Grammy voting uh, board, uh, nominated home for Grammy, but was not. It didn't get the nomination yet, but we're in the uh, process in four different categories. So uh, I think we're supposed to know December fourth what the nominations are. So I'm hoping that we'll we were up for uh, traditional R&B record of the year, R&B performance, and R&B song. So we'll see what happens. It's a sweet song sung with a sweet voice. The music just floats you away. It's a tranquilizer. It's it's definitely screw music. I yes. Mean, um, I, I have a question about it, too. First of all, though, before we do that, before I ask you that question, well, just give a shout-out to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Chad Murphy, what up, baby boy? What's going what on, up? David Custom Fit Tolliver? Welcome back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Chad's the guy that brings your music to us. It's, I appreciate it's good it, stuff, David. It really is good stuff. I mean, you guys are you guys are like um, the the Howard Stearns of of internet. You guys' show is is really huge, man. So once we drop this album, I had to get back on this on this show, man. I had to come back. This platform is fantastic. You are always Thanks, welcome on this show. Yeah, you're welcome all the time. I remember dude. the last because I said to Jimmy, "Who's on?" And I said, "Oh, good," because you know we've had a pretty rough two weeks, a couple of deaths in our family. And I yeah, needed God somebody on that I could play with. I, I didn't want any stiff ones, you know, those jerks that sit there telling you their resume. I mean, right. we don't need to hear your resume. We can look it up on, on um Exactly. On we need personalities, people like so you. Let's, Wait, I got to cut to it. So what's your love life like? You know what, man? Um, the crazy thing is I haven't, man, I haven't had any sex in a minute, man. Um, you know, I'm married, but... You know, I, I tore my hip up. My hip, I had a hip replacement. So I had to have a hip replacement revision. So I, there was no sex going on for me for the last few months. Then after that, I caught a damn infection at the hospital. And you have I caught Well, it didn't get into the joint, but I had a bruise on my hip when I came out. And the bruise turned into blisters. The blisters got infected. I had to go back in the hospital for five and a half days. You so there's no pump. I have heard nope. so many people have had surgeries and got infections. Mm -hmm. It's disgusting how the hospitals really are like syphilated. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's germs everywhere. I mean, you know, uh, you know, with the different people coming in there, uh, you coming in from I don't care how sterile you you have a room. Uh, there's there's something going to be in there from a person's garments to them coming out of another. I mean, it's just it's no way to uh, avoid you know, something. They said I had something called pseudomonas. And I said, trichomonas? They said, no, not trichomonas, pseudomonas. <laughs> I think I'm going to bring airbiotics. It's something I discovered, and Jimmy actually discovered it. Airbiotics is this new stuff you'd spray around and it kills everything. It's like supposed to be amazing. Okay. And when I'm having surgery on December 3rd, a, a, a button's being done so I could pee properly. Oh, and Lord. I'm going to spray that room. I don't give a shit if the doctors like it or not. I'm no, gonna spray and I'm going too because I got rotator cuff surgery coming up, and like I'm going to spray the room big time before I like go in. Because, in. <laughs> you know, my cousin Bertha went in to have a colonoscopy, no, a colon surgery, and she died from the infection she got in Damn. the hospital. Yeah, yeah she died from That's the right. infection. Her body couldn't fight the infection, and she died three weeks ago from it. 
So, you know, everybody, hospitals, I don't know. We have so many different people coming in from so many countries. And I yeah. think the bacteria crossbreeds. You know, oh like, my God. you know what I mean? It, it's getting powerful. We're really becoming it's a. It's like interracial dating. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> it's like interracial dating. Yeah, but it's like, it's worse than that. It's because like, interracial dating, there's nothing wrong with that. This, Unless they all are diseased. No, let me tell you. <laughs> Dave, let me tell you something. I've been around 75 years, and I've been to all the races from childhood to my teens. Oh, yeah, me too. When the Puerto Ricans came, when the blacks were in my school. So you're talking to a guy that's been around everybody all my life, and we didn't have any of this stuff. We just didn't. Blacks we didn't, didn't have all these blacks diseases. You know, you, know what, you, know what, you know what it is, but I mean, it's, that's a whole other show for a place where you really don't want to have fun. That's a, that's a show where you're going to talk about... The, all these people's conspiracy theories, what are they doing? I mean, the bottom line is they can't make money off people being healthy. That's, That's right. Just, I they agree. Can't <laughs> they can't. That's Look, I, like one year, one year, my, my, my insurance, I, I was going to have a surgery towards the end of the year. Nobody in my family went to the doctor. But so since we didn't go to the doctor that year because nobody was sick besides our physicals, they wanted to charge me up the wazoo because I didn't do all of my out-of-pocket expenses. I said, so I stood up. They were trying to hit me for like three or four grand before I could have a surgery. So I stood up, I turned around, bent over, and put my hands up against the wall. I said, go ahead and take whatever you got. I said, come on, man. You got to be <laughs> something. I'm being penalized because I was healthy this year? Come That's on, right. B. That's right. It's well, not I'm, about- I'm sorry to hear that you had to go through all of that. And now we're going to change the subject, though, and go back to the music because... I have a question about everybody knows that they call you the Black Pavarotti, and we just played the home video, and it's the first time I noticed the Take Five uh, sign in the back. Is that a tribute to the band, or was that just happened to be that that just happened to be there when you shot that video? That's that's actually the name of the venue, man. I don't even know who Take Five is. Oh, Take Five was like a band, like a popular band, but they didn't. It was they were kind of like a uh, uh, gospel. Really, you mean Take Six? <laughs> no, that's Take Six, but there was a band Take Five. They were like a, they were more like a Backstreet Boys kind of thing. So that's why I didn't get like why oh, it was there. Hell and, no, uh, not for me. No, <laughs> <laughs> hell no, not for me. Well, uh, okay, so like uh, everybody knows you're the Black Pavarotti. Why don't you like? No, give- no, no, no. I think he's more like, and don't get offended, Dave. I'm a Peggy Lee fan, and when Peggy Lee sang a romantic ballad, you have the same finesse that she had, that soft, uh, loving, romantic, echoey kind of magic. And Peggy Lee had it, and you have it. And I don't mean that you sound like a chick either. I mean that you have that that lovely, what the hell is it? It's in your voice. You can hear, everybody out there knows what I'm talking about. You sell the song. That's the expression. But you sell us over the head with it. It's angelic. That's a very big compliment. Yeah. I don't like music that beats Actually, me I over the head. Knows, do you know I, I, Peggy? I, mean, I, I take that as an honor, man. I, that's a, I, do you know I, I've heard of Peggy. I heard of Peggy. Yes, I know Peggy is, but I haven't heard too much of her music. Okay. Well, listen to some of her soft ballads where she breathes. She whisper breathes, and you do that in your music. It comes out so naturally, and it's a sweet voice. It's not a harsh, mean, angry. It's a voice that's that's in love. I can't explain it. It's a beautiful. Are voice. you trying to say he has air in his voice? No, love I don't. Think he's he just Loves sounds like he's romantic. That's the word. Yeah, he's he got doesn't it. sing a song. He tells a story. 
I'm romantic until you get on my nerves, you know. <laughs> Actually, too, I have to tell you, Dave, like, and this is like a joke, but you've been getting on my nerves with that Periscope, dude. My phone beeps off every time Periscope, and every time I look at it, it's like, Dave Tolliver wants you to see this on Periscope, and Dave Tolliver wants you to see this on Periscope. Well, dude, you know, you're like a Periscope those- addict. <laughs> You know what, though? I think a lot of what I do is I try to support a lot of different people. Like, I had to get that. I got that, too, because my phone was over. It was, was flooded with that. And you have to go in your settings and turn off. I just say, I just fo- I just turn on the notification for those who I follow that do a video. Because the next one up under that, it says, if you want to see what everybody else is, wants you to watch or watching, whatever, some of that shit. But I turned <laughs> that off because I don't care. You I'm going to do that one, too. Crazy. I'm going to turn that one off because I love to watch yours. But like, And I think it's great that you're supporting everybody. Like I do a lot of that, too. Um, but I don't want to watch every one of them because they always just come at such inopportune times. <laughs> Man, right. <laughs> but what? tell everybody what your Periscope is because everybody should be following you. Uh, my Periscope is the same as my Twitter. My Instagram is at Dave Men at Large. Dave Men, M-E-N-A-T-L-A-R-G-E, man. I'm out here. That's I'm absolutely. naked on there tonight. You like I, that Periscope, though, right? I love it. Like last night I streamed. I had a concert here in Cleveland. Uh, every every time I come, sometimes when I come home, I like to just throw free concerts. And last night I did a free event at a little small spot. Like I like the small stage, man, because if my wife wasn't there, I could have just grabbed some titties or some different stuff last night. Oh, bad boy, bad boy. I, I'm definitely a bad boy. I could, I mean, let, let me tell you something. I called my boy. I said, dude, there was so many women in there last night. I said, if my wife hadn't came, and I know she ain't listening, but if she is, what the hell? She know. <laughs> I love you, baby. <laughs> is that your wife in the home video, or who's that in the home video? That's a girl that, that'll make, that's going to make somebody a good wife. Now, she's actually a girl. Her name is Carmen. Uh, we went to high school. I think I'm a little older than her. We went to the same high school, but I'm a few years older than her. But uh, she's definitely a uh, godly woman. Uh, she's looking for a king, but I'm sure she still messes around. You know what I mean? But not not with me. She she wouldn't let me have anything, so it's all good. <laughs> she got a fat booty, don't she? Yeah, she's fabulous, dude. She was like totally awesome. And she's I, I don't know who look, she is. She's she's oh, lost the girl about in the video. Yeah. yeah, she's lost about forty more pounds since then too. Yeah, so that's like hot. So so let's tell everybody. So you got a new record. It's called Something Like the Greatest. We oh, actually man. played when we opened up the show. We played Something Like the Greatest. Then we played home because while we have you on the line, we're gonna play concert because I just picked out some songs, different ones yeah, for yeah, people yeah. to hear different songs. And so first of all, tell us how you came up with the title, Something Like the Greatest. I mean, I know you are, but but how you did that what? come about? I feel like if it's like I'm, it's my lineage, it's my bloodline, so to speak, through music. I was I was brought into this world of music by Gerald and Eddie Levert. Eddie Levert, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee from the OJ's. Uh, Gerald and Sean Levert, his sons, God rest in peace. Um, I, they trained us, man. They had us. They used to have us in rehearsal for like eleven hours a day and wouldn't feed us until we got it right. I remember Eddie coming in there saying, that's bullshit, man. That's bullshit. You got to do it like this. And so some people consider Gerald to be the greatest. Some people definitely say that Eddie Levert and OJs are the greatest. So thus and therefore, because of where I come from, and I am just as good, if not better, I am something like the greatest. And I'm your girlfriend's favorite. (laughs) And I'm your girlfriend's favorite. From Ohio? I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. I live in Atlanta, but I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. I'm in Cleveland right now for the holidays. Not, not to make, I don't want to sound like a bullshit artist, but I have, <laughs> no, I have three or four friends from Ohio. My best friend is Meg, uh, who's probably listening. 
Meg Ruddick. And she's from uh, Ohio. Nicest people. Marilyn's from Ohio. Oh, yeah. My, my best friend, uh, Chef Kim, is from Ohio. The nicest people that have come from Ohio, polite and friendly people. Actually, friendly, polite, and successful, like yeah. people all from Ohio. I, I say that all the time, and not because you're from Ohio and you're here. But uh, You know what I noticed from living in Atlanta, where everything is based on a facade, people from Ohio, we don't really go for that. You know, we're really straightforward, honest, just straight black and white for us, man, you know. Sure. And, uh, you know, I think we have a lot of uh, Southern uh, ways as far as, like, upbringing and stuff, being polite and being courteous, being friendly, and just respectful of other people, man. And I, and I, I try to be like that. Thank my grandmother for that. Hallelujah. Yeah, no, I have very, very close friends from Ohio, and they're all sweet people. I can't think of who. I have about five or six. Who else is from Ohio? I don't know. It was like every, I, I met a period of everybody was from Ohio when I lived in Florida. You know, New Yorkers, I must say, are wonderful people, too. I'm a New Yorker. Very hospitable. We help people. We're not the mean, tough people they say we are. Don't fuck with us. Of course we are. We could be, you know. <laughs> I love people. this dude. <laughs> you know, we're neighborhood. We're hood people. I mean, I came from Brooklyn. You don't mess with people in Brooklyn. You get your head busted. But yeah. that's what it was like. You know, you play nice. We play nice. You play nasty. Hey, forget it. You better run. We play nastier. Uh, yeah. That's right. Well, only because we were raised that way. But. Down, but we're the first ones to open our home, feed you, shelter you, be your best friend, help you when you get a flat, uh, stuff like that. We're good people, New Yorkers. So let's New go. New York. There you go. Let's oh, go. Yeah. Let's go. Okay, so something like The Greatest, it's available now. It's got 13 tracks. Tell us something nobody knows about the making of the record. Uh, and what's your favorite track off the record? Uh, something that nobody knows about the making of the record is that Nobody on that record has any national acclaim as far as like production wise. They're all, uh, I wouldn't say up and coming, but are, are, are burgeoning producers um, uh, that I wrote all the lyrics except for one song. Um, what else? And it's, it's, I'm going to tell you what it, nobody else knows because they, everybody hasn't heard it. It's the best R&B album of 2015. There you right go. Now. Absolutely. Well, you're, you're top out. To bottom. Yeah, and do you have a do you have a favorite Wait, song hang on, on it? Hang on. Why don't I have this album? It just came out. We don't have it yet. I have. Oh, I have it now. I just got it. But we'll get talk it. to Bobby. Yeah, I, I got it. I, I got I it. I haven't heard the album. I only hear the it's same incredible. three songs over and over again. No, that's the first time you heard them. It's a, I just got him yesterday. Which ones? The first song we played today was his. Home was his, and we're going to no, play another one. I'm not one. talking about that. I'm talking about the songs from the last time. No, this the album just came out. We played one song. You only had one song out last yeah. time it was on. Now he has a whole album, and we have yeah, it. That's what the hell am I talking about? I want the friggin' album. Yeah, you have it. I just got oh, it. I just got it God. yesterday. I'm sick oh, of the God. one song already. You know? <laughs> How many years I've been listening? So no, wait, wait, to go back. Song. What's so? What's the favorite? You have a favorite song on there or no? Uh, my favorite record on there would have to be, damn, I, I love home. I love concert. I, I can't like. I gotta know. Number two is the West Coast right? It's got a West Coast five. I don't know, man. I love you know, man. I'm just proud of this record, man. Um, there you go. So far for me, Home is number one. You haven't heard Concert yet. We're gonna play it in a second. Yeah, but I Home is right. Now, I like Concert a lot. Let me, no, let me I, tell I, you this real quick. My have you ever seen? Speaking of, of of Howard Stern, have you ever seen the movie Private Parts? Yeah, sure. Well, remember that that part where the girl called up and said she thought how she was so hot, this, that, and the third. And he says, you know what I want to do for you right now? But I can get you off right now with the phone. He told her to sit on the speakers and turn the bass up real loud. 
That's what number six is about. I wrote that song about that part in the movie. It's called Blue Now, <laughs> nobody knows that. That's some good dish right there. Right, that's a good dish. Yeah, yeah, I'm what am I thinking? That is the good dish from the album. Through the Speakers is a take from Howard Stern's movie Private Parts where he told the girl to sit on the speakers and he could make her have an orgasmic episode. Sure, of course you could. <laughs> I love that. So, so real quick, too, because, like, uh, do you watch Empire? I love Empire. And uh, who? So, because I, I, I wasn't sure if I was going to like Empire, and then I actually binged and I watched the entire first season and and, the, and as many of the second season as you could watch on on Hulu. That shit is dope. Uh, does that? Do they really sing their own stuff? Those guys are singing on there. I mean, I don't think like having Timberland as a uh, the the music consultant, director of music. I don't think he would have had it any any other way. I think he's very tough. On, on artists as far as like what he has and what he brings brings out and people that he worked with he would only work with people that are talented and are about the art so you know I don't particularly like the way that um Jesse what's his name Jesse Smollett sings I don't uh-huh. particularly like he sounds like a billy goat oh see I like him I think he sings I mean he doesn't sing good like you sing but I well, I don't not. like every song he does but some of those songs that uh, he's got a couple ballads on there and I was like damn that's a really good like he sounds really good yeah, they did a record this past, and I didn't see it. Uh, what comes on tonight? But yeah. Last week they had he had a song that he was singing that was that was that was dope. I can't think of what it was, man. But they they definitely have some good music, man. I I, I love the show. And like uh, before last week, I was thinking, okay, what are they gonna do? This shit's getting boring. And then it came to the part where it was the battle, and then the next episode, it was good, man. So I didn't good see, to see what's gonna I happen didn't see tonight. the battle episode yet. I stopped on the episode right. <laughs> the battle so i have to see that like but i yeah. love that shit and i think your your music on there would be really dope oh man it would be a like, so i hope that i hope that that all comes through so here's what i want to do i want to play concert for everybody while we got you on the line um chad you got that ready hi captain all right so you're gonna Hello, like chad. introduce it you're gonna introduce it for everybody and then we're gonna let everybody hear it dave listen this is your favorite singer's favorite singer dave tolliver one of his new songs from the album something like the greatest and it's called Concert. Check it out right now. It's me. 
by Dave Tolliver off the album Something Like the Greatest, but that's like a special one. It's a little bit slower than the one you download. If you go online, it'll be a little bit quicker, and both versions are fantastic. Yeah. Congratulations, okay. Dave. We have I a tie. Dave, we have a tie here from me. I don't know which one I like better. They're both terrific. Uh, I don't think I'd like this song faster. I love it just the way I just heard it. It's it's Excuse the expression. It's groovy. And it moves and it sways and it slides and it's good. Um, I like this version. I don't think I would like it faster. It's only a little teeny bit faster. Yeah, but this is sexy. Now, listen to me. You can answer me an honest question because, you know, I, I don't lie. Are you going through filters and stuff to get that incredible sound? Or are you? No, I don't, I don't use any filters with my voice. My voice is natural when I go. I sing it dry. So you open mic. Right, I just they just open up the damn mic dryer and I just go at it, man. Amazing uh, you know, how you get that, at the that end, whisper. I mean, they do actually probably put some type of you know uh, mix on it and master on it, but as far as like my voice, my voice is like that, bro. Like I need to come to the studio and just sit in there and sing with y'all one day. Absolutely, I would do that in a minute. Are you kidding? You know, I do that with my my other love. The, the greatest voice in the world happens to be uh, uh, Wendy Moten's voice. You know, Wendy. Oh Moten? yeah, Wendy Moten. I love and adore Wendy Moten. She's probably one of my closest people in the world. And when Wendy sings, I faint. You sing like Wendy. That same style. That same romantic whispery. I'm sorry, Wendy Moten is the best singer in the world, as far as I'm concerned. That's dope. Do you agree? I'm glad you, I, I think she's fantastic. Yes, she is. She can do yeah. anything. Actually, you guys should yeah. sing something together. Oh, you guys my both God. Have such I would great kill voices. myself. I would kill myself. <laughs> if you and Wendy ever did a love ballad, I would drop dead on the spot. I would, I would buy 5,000 copies. <laughs> I gotta, I'm going to call Wendy and tell her. I am. Okay. I'm going to call Wendy now. Look, look I, it up. If, she, if she's down with it, I'm down. She'll, oh, do, she'll it. do it. She'll do it. Wendy, we're, friend, we're, friend, we're really good friends with her. I love her. Wendy's like one of my Wendy's best people dope. in the world. Wendy's been Wendy, around for a minute. Wendy's dope. 
Absolutely. Wendy will definitely do it because we're putting an album together. Wendy said to me, give me all the Peggy Lee ballads that you think I could sing, and I would. And now I'm putting those songs together, and she's going to put out uh, a retro album of Peggy Lee's songs sung by Wendy Moten. Which is yeah. going to be a sensational album for all. And the she people. actually just did a standards album where she did like all these oh, songs from the twenties, and oh it was my, unbelievable. My God, it was not to be believed. She was, she was all the great singers of the nineteen fifties and sixties. Actually, too, we have a chat room full of people, which I never asked you to say hi to everybody in the chat room. So say hi to everybody in the chat room, real quick. Hello, everybody in the chat room. I hope you guys are following me. I hope you guys are enjoying the music. I hope you are enjoying our banter and the good time we are having here, man. I knew I was going to have a great time. And what way to have a good time during the holidays and to listening to these guys, man? Come on, absolutely. Baby. And they all in the chat room. A lot of them say they downloaded the song. They like that song always, which I think that's the wedding song, right? That's right. the wedding song. I wrote that for my wife when we got married. Right. Everybody loves that one. A lot of people talking about that one in the chat room. And and so you're you're a, let, let let's do some props so we can like get you some more audience. You have a radio show, right? Well, I, I did have until this guy started bouncing checks and, and paying the short. So right uh, now, you don't I'm, have a radio looking, show anymore. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm looking for no. It's all good. I'm looking for. I'm looking to. It's hard that it's hard when you get paid doing some stuff. It's hard to go back to doing it for free. But you know, radio was my my first career. My my dad was one of the top programmers in the nation. His name is Lynn Tolliver back in the in the middle '80s, and he put me on at 15. And I started being on the radio from the time I was 15. All the way up until now, man. So, you know, uh, I miss doing it. I, radio was, it's, it's really fun. I guess it's just going to take for somebody to get me into a situation that I feel comfortable with or that I really enjoy to want to sit down and do it all the time for free. You dig? Yeah. So, okay. Well, so then ra- they can. Radio really doesn't pay anyway. I mean, even if you, I'm on radio and television, and radio doesn't pay me a he's nickel. On, he's on real radio, though. He's on, like, what are we on, fake radio? We're on internet radio, <laughs> and we're on internet television and streaming and all that kind of stuff. Uh, he's on like a Y100 type radio. Yeah, Jimmy never pays me. <laughs> Damn it, Jimmy. Come on, so Jim. That's why he married me. He figured in marrying me, he got me free. <laughs> so he married me two and a half years ago. That's I'm not kidding, Dave. We're gay. Did you know that? He knows that. Yeah, you told me that. Oh, good. And Jimmy and I got married. That's what's up. That's why, why I didn't invite me to sing at the wedding. Right. I was a very he famous. Said, why didn't you invite him to sing at the wedding? Because we didn't have a wedding. We didn't have a wedding. We just went to the we went to New York and got married like at the at the courthouse. I was on Time Warner Cable TV in California, a big show, and I gave it up to marry Jimmy Starr and come on this Fakakta little thing no, that we do. This Fakakta Although we I gotta tell you, Dave, we're like number one. We're really skyrocketing. I don't know what the hell is going on. We have a show that broke a million plays on SoundCloud. Could you believe hey. it? I I mean, you know, you guys are the pace of what's happening right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, I I don't don't really know, but you guys are are like the the, the pulse of what's really happening right now as far as like with your relationship, your energy on your show, how you do things. I've listened more than just, you know, just from the times I've been on, listened a couple of times, man. You guys are, like I said, you guys kind of remind me of the Howard Stern of the Internet, and that's big. So like I was like I released this album I know it's moving slow I said man I got to get on their show mm-hmm. and I mean I know I know I know I'm gonna have some numbers out I'm gonna have some followers on my Instagram my Twitter my Periscope at Dave Minute Large follow me man I follow yeah back. we need to get people following you on everything so it's at Dave Minute Large on Periscope Twitter Instagram and and Facebook are- is just Dave Tolliver Facebook is just Dave Tolliver man y'all follow me right damn now. There you go, you guys. <laughs> you know, Dave, you don't need us to push 
old people have to do is hear your music and automatically they want. I mean, Ron, what happened to your mic? I don't know. He pulled it out. The, he pulled it out the hole. Come on, Ron. I don't know. Hey, are you just fine? We only got three back minutes in. left. I'm on now. Now I'm on. Okay. Stick it yeah. back in, man. Yeah, I said, you don't need to come on our show to push your music. All people need to do is listen to it, and they'll automatically want it. Some yeah. of our guests, unfortunately, are talented. They have great voices, but we know their music's not going to go anywhere because it doesn't have it. You know, that certain something that makes it travel. Um, your music has it. It travels, so I know right. you're going to be a very, 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 very famous singer shortly. Because you're uh, already a famous. No, singer. I mean it's super famous. I like need to get like back. The jerks. Let Those me tell you something, man. Television. You know how you had this, this certain feeling, man. It took me a minute. The entertainment business wasn't sitting well with me for a minute, and I stopped. And that's what took so long to get this record out. And then I said, man, let me finish this. But I mean, I've been getting rave reviews from everybody. The only bad thing I heard was from my, well, I call him my little brother, my original partner from my group, Men at Large. His brother has written for Joe. He's written for R. Kelly. He's written for Usher. And he said, man, you working too hard with my singing. But I'm saying, why Why the hell should I dumb down my vocals? No, absolutely I'm, not. I'm don't you dare change anything. I'm a craftsman. I, why would I dumb it down? So oh. that's the only negative, negative thing I've heard, man. I, from, from the time we started, I try to make music that everybody will like, man. I don't make offensive music. I don't really use profanity in my music, but I write about life, love, and relationships um, I, because that's that's what everybody, from the hardest hard person to the nicest of the nice, everybody goes through love of something or someone. And, and that's what I'm about. Years ago, 30, 40 years ago, when I wanted to be with somebody romantically, I'd put Johnny Mathis albums on. You know who Johnny Mathis is? Chances are. Okay, there you go. Oh, very good. Okay. If I were 20 years old now, guess whose music I would put on? Dave Tolliver's or Peggy you Lee. Bet, you bet your buns, baby. <laughs> I would put your music on because you're, you're the same kind of thing. You're a nowadays Johnny Mathis. Oh, man. Sexy, soothing romance. Your music is like love and sex. Hey, enough of this bullshit. People are going to think I'm in love with you. That's enough, Dave <laughs> Tolliver. You're okay. You know, you know, what am I going to tell you? You're all right. I, I buy you for 99 cents. What can I tell you? That's what's up. <laughs> Is that all they get for your music? Is that for real, 99 cents? Something between 99 single. cents and $1.29, I think, depends. Right, right. But yeah, do you make any money at that? Well, after a 70, you get a 70% split between us and the company because <laughs> iTunes takes 30. Wow, really? iTunes yeah. takes 30? Yeah, those bastards. You better believe it. Are they sponsored? So let's get- Do we have iTunes? Are we on iTunes? No, our show's on iTunes. Oh, I got to love them. They're very nice. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. They're nice, Dave. Dave. Nah, because we just give iTunes our podcast for free. We don't get paid, so it doesn't say, matter. Say nice things about iTunes. So here, let's get everybody to get it. All right, so you guys, the name of the album is something like The Greatest. It's by Dave Tolliver. Go on iTunes, Amazon. It's on every digital download site. It's in stores. Uh, you want to get it. It's got 13 tracks. You also want to keep track of what's going on with Dave Tolliver so you want to follow at Dave Men at Large Twitter Twitter uh, Instagram Dave Men at Large everything is at Dave Men at Large or go to my uh, my website DaveTollerMusic.com DaveTollerMusic.com and follow him on, on, on Periscope because when he does his own things it's really good he even does concerts and all kinds of stuff you guys so follow him on Periscope how many followers you got on Periscope? man close to 800 that's it that's it. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand why. I'm going to help you try to build that because I got two. Th- I got like 2,000, so I'll see if I can get I some get of them to follow. So I'm going to be broadcasting live in concert Friday night at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
And Saturday night as well, probably around 11 p.m. Eastern time, I'll be doing two different concerts. So check me out, damn it. All right, everybody. Hey, listen to this. If go. you go to a Dave's concert and you're beautiful, watch out. He grabs titty. I do. <laughs> All right, Dave. We wish you and your family the best holiday best ever. Happy, we'll, have you, we'll have you back again soon. I happy, like having you. It's a lot of fun, dude. Happy, Congratulations. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the bird. Thank we you. Will. And to your family, God bless you all. Bye-bye, Dave. Bye-bye. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, everybody, get Dave Tolliver's album. We got to go. It's uh, Thanksgiving tomorrow. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. uh, uh, Wish everybody a great time. Everybody in the chat room, thanks, Chad. Have a good time. You and Heather, enjoy yourselves. And we'll see you guys next week where we have Ileana Douglas coming on the show. Later. Bye, everybody. I'm just chilling. Let me saw you sitting down and designing. Why are every man never thinking? What are we going to be wearing? Yo, I'm a Liverpool MC. You can't trust me. Big up the girls inside the party. Let's get down to crazy Jimmy. Big up myself and known as Alfie. The one and only, the Turkish MC. Always love the clothes of Jimmy. Bitch, punk, yo, what I want to be. Jimmy Stark, new celebrity. We'll take you out.